Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. they were going to get out of prison was in a coffin that's how they were going to be set free from prison now that that's not what they wanted to hear right you can be absolutely certain that was not what they were hoping to hear from Jesus but that was the truth that's what was coming it was a part of his plan for their lives that they would suffer that they would go to prison that they would be killed for their faith why shouldn't they fear that because their death would actually be the beginning of their lives. Persecution and possible death aren't great selling points for Christianity. It's not something any of us want to experience. But as Pastor Robert explains in today's message, that has been a reality for many believers throughout history. When we choose to follow Christ, we need to be willing to face death for His name. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. The implication of what he says is that the way they were going to get out of prison was in a coffin. That's how they were going to be set free from prison. Now that, that's not what they wanted to hear, right? You can be absolutely certain that was not what they were hoping to hear from Jesus. But that was the truth. That's what was coming. It was a part of his plan for their lives, that they would suffer, that they would go to prison, that they would be killed for their faith. Why shouldn't they fear that? Because their death would actually be the beginning of their lives. Again, it's a matter of perspective. You and I have to understand. I wrestled with God over this possibility of one day having to you know, suffer persecution. I don't, I don't know if I could do it. I don't, I don't think I'd be strong enough to endure torture, face death because of my faith in Christ. I, I don't know that my faith is strong enough for that. And, and the Lord pointed me to Acts chapter 7. A man named Stephen, one of the first seven deacons chosen by the apostles to serve the people. He was accused of blasphemy by some of the Jewish leadership. He preached the gospel to them. And they turned on him for confronting their sin. Acts chapter 7 verse 54 says, When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God. And Jesus, standing at the right hand of God, and said, Look, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, and ran at him with one accord, and they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down 
and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Now listen, Stephen was just an ordinary Christian guy. Do you understand? This was, he was just, he, he was just a guy, doing, he was working a job, serving his church. He was a deacon in his, in his church. I think he was probably scared out of his mind when the Jewish leaders confronted him. They grabbed him up. We don't like what you're saying. I think he freaked out. Why? Well, because I would have. How did he find the courage, the faith, the strength to do what he did? The Holy Spirit filled him. It's easy to read right past that. He being full of the Holy Spirit. He didn't do that to himself. He didn't work up to that. He didn't achieve that. He didn't, do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes we look at it like, oh yeah, but see, he was, such, he was a mighty man of God. He was so full of the Holy Spirit. No, the, the Holy Spirit filled him. God did that in the moment when he needed it. God opened his eyes and he saw into heaven. See, it hit me. I, I remember just as a young Christian agonizing over this. God, I don't think I, don't think I could do this. I don't think I could Face persecution. And the Lord showed me, no, you could not. If it happened to you in this very moment, and you'd fold up like a, right? Because I don't have the grace from God to face a persecution I've yet to face. It's kind of like the whole thing, you know, you don't, you don't, have, you don't have grace from God to worry there's no grace from God. There's no enabling. There's no strength from God to face next week's problems, tomorrow's problems. No, no, no. There's grace to face what you have to face today. Worded another way, a need is not a need until you need it. People get all freaked out, get all freaked out about a bill that's coming. You know, it's like, oh, you know, we're going to have to property taxes or whatever it may be. You know, you don't have money for the light bulb. You don't have money for rent next week. But our provider promises to provide for our needs when we need them. A need isn't really a need until you truly need it. When Stephen needed the grace, the supernatural power to face persecution and death, the Holy Spirit gave him the grace and he'll give it to you too. Last point, point number four, a crown of life awaits the faithful. I love the way he worded it. He said, be faithful until death and I'm going to give you the crown of life. I think this is a literal crown but it also symbolizes the final absolute victory over death. The last thing Jesus said to the Christians of Smyrna was be faithful until death and I'll give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. What is that second death? Well, we have to skip to the end of the book to understand that one. Revelation 20 verse 11, John writes, then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, both small and great, standing before God. And books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it. And death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. He tells you right there. That's the second death. That lake of fire. Anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Anyone not found written in the book of life has to die twice. That's what he's saying. 
See, this is where the books are finally and fully balanced and all evil is completely eliminated. Why don't you do something, God? I did. I sent my son. He paid for everything. Turn to him and you can be set free and made new. You can one day receive a crown of life for, forever and ever and ever. Life with no death, no taint, no imperfection. The obvious question is, are you ready for that? Is your name written in God's book of life? Because in my experience, probably 80%, in my opinion, of people in churches today don't know Jesus. Why do I say that? Because of the fruit that I see in the lives of people who call themselves Christians. I see them aligning themselves with people who hate the scriptures. I see them focusing on personal economic gain rather, rather than knowing the risen Savior, actually walking, living in his presence. The priorities of their lives all center around what's best for them as an individual or for their individual family. It's all self-centered and self-seeking. Now listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to hammer. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put this out there as a wake-up call. Because see, this book is true. One day, one day, every single one of us is going to give an account. We're going to stand face to face with the perfect judge who sees and knows everything. And Jesus said that on that day, many will say to me, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, I did all these things in your name. And I will say to them, but I never knew you. So you have to leave. Depart from me, workers of iniquity. I see strong evidence of it in the churches that, that I'm familiar with, including this one. As much as it breaks my heart to say it, it when I, Jesus said, by their fruit, you'll know them. I want every single one of you to be with me when I'm with him. And I'm not confident. Actually, I have to rephrase that. I'm quite confident that many of you will not be because many of you are substituting religion. You go through the motions, you show up at church, maybe you pay your tithe, you do all these things, but you're not actually living in his presence. You're not walking with Jesus day by day. You prayed a prayer at some point in the past, you're convinced of your own salvation, and you believe Jesus is following you through life. He's not, he will not. He's waiting for you to turn to him in spirit and in truth and in humility. We're so glad you joined us today for Pastor Robert's teaching in the book of Revelation. We hope you've been encouraged by what you heard. If you'd like to listen again to today's message or find more from this study through the final book of the Bible, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Podcast. If you'd like to receive each new edition of Main Thing Radio as soon as it's made available, be sure to subscribe while you're there. This program is a ministry of Pastor Robert Fountain and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. If you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County, we'd love to meet you. Come by Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services and join us especially Sunday evenings at 7.30 as we dive into the treasures of the Old Testament. You'll find out more about the church at MainThingRadio.com or give us a call. Our phone number is 305-531-2730. When you call, let us know how we can be praying for you. We believe strongly in the power of prayer and we want you to know that we are often lifting our listeners up to the Lord. 
Would you do the same for us? Main Thing Radio is in existence due to God's provision and prodding, and we want to make sure we remain focused on Him as we bring His Word to you. Thanks for praying for us, and thanks for listening today. Pastor Robert will return soon for another edition of Main Thing Radio.